You're listening to the Church of the Redeemer Sermon Podcast. Join us at our 10 a.m. worship gathering in Alcoa, Tennessee. Visit us at churchotr.com for more info and to hear other sermons in this series. As you might imagine, this is a a little different service. If you are a guest with us, we are so excited you're here. Uh, Normally, we would have a whole array of children's classes through preschool, and then at this time, our kindergarten through fifth grade would be dismissed. But as it's near impossible to get somebody to volunteer for children's ministry the day after Christmas, for understandable reasons, we decided let's be one big happy family. The, the Sunday after Christmas is notoriously a time where people are generally are more chill. And, you know, I'm just surprised there's this many of you here, you know, already, which I'm excited about. This is the second day of Christmas. Uh, if you know your Christmas carol, Good King Wenceslas, who looked out on the Feast of Stephen, this is that day, the second day of Christmas. The 12 days of Christmas do not lead up to December 25th. They start on December 25th and go through January the 5th. And so while the culture might have moved on, we're still doing Christmas here. Um, and so we're continuing our sermon series about messy family, the messy genealogy of Jesus. Looking backwards at all the people in the line that led to Jesus, we've got two more sermons left to go, including today. So we just have two lessons today, two scripture readings. The first gospel reading is Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers. This is the gospel of Christ. Thanks be to God. And so the person we look at today in a little more detail is the person of Jacob. We'll be reading our Old Testament reading from Genesis chapter 25 verses 21 through 34. And Isaac prayed to the Lord for his wife because she was barren. And the Lord granted his prayer. And Rebekah, his wife, conceived. The children struggled together within her. And she said, if it is thus, why is this happening to me? So she went to inquire of the Lord. And the Lord said to her, two nations are in your womb and two peoples from within you shall be divided. The one shall be stronger than the other. The older shall serve the younger. When her days to give birth were completed, behold, there were twins in her womb. The first came out red, all his body like a hairy cloak, so they called his name Esau. Afterward, his brother came out with his hand holding Esau's heel, so his name was called Jacob. Isaac was 60 years old when she bore him, and when the boys grew up, Esau was a skillful hunter, a man of the field, while Jacob was a quiet man, dwelling in tents. Isaac loved Esau because he ate of his game, but Rebekah love Jacob. Once when Jacob was cooking stew, Esau came in from the field and he was exhausted. And Esau said to Jacob, let me eat some of that red stew for I am exhausted. Therefore, his name was called Edom. Jacob said, sell me your birthright now. Esau said, I am about to die of what use is a birthright to me. Jacob said, swear to me now. So he swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and lentil stew, and he ate and drank and rose and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So like I said, I'm going to do something a little different, something I almost never do. But as a part of my sermon to you, I want to invite all of our kids forward. Come down here, sit right here in front of me if you want to, and I've got a little treat for you. 
Go ahead and have a seat right there. All right. Okay. I want to ask you guys of maybe some different gifts you got yesterday. Do you have any that are some of your favorite that you've played with already? Yeah. Calico Critter said, yes. You got a new camera. How exciting. Yeah, JP. Thanos action figure. So cool. Kaya. Oh, all right. Electronics, gadgets. So fun. Legos. Legos. How fun. I love Legos. I got some yesterday, too. Yeah. Go kart on your hoverboard? That, um, can I come over to your house later? Yeah, Liam. A bike? You got a bike? I'm about to talk about a bike. See? Davey. Oh, Ryan's mystery chest. So fun. Yeah, Knox. Wallet and a watch. That's awesome. And Lucy. Video games. Okay, everybody but Addie <laughs> and Ryan have gone. Do you guys want to share? Huge teddy bear. That's cool. Addie, do you want to say anything? Oh, you did? More electronics? How fun. All right. Well, when I was a kid, one of my favorite gifts that I ever got when I was about 12 years old was this bike right here. This very bike. You might have heard it when I was walking around. It's, uh, it's older. Needs some, needs some oil. But this was one of the favorite gifts I ever got. It was an old bike. And I actually still use it. I'm not a serious cyclist. I bike maybe once or twice a month. So, I, you know. Don't need a new one. Don't spend all that money when you don't use something that, that much. But I remember getting it, and I loved it so, so much. And at the same time, that same Christmas, my older sister also got a bicycle. We got bikes at the same time. And I have a younger sister. She didn't get a bike at the same time, but she did get other cool Christmas gifts. Now, I want you to imagine this. Imagine my parents had gotten me this cool bicycle 25 years ago, but they didn't get my sister's anything. How do you think my sisters would have felt? Sad. Sad. Jealous. Jealous. Yeah, Kaya. Say what? Mad at their parents. Yeah. Mad. Yeah, a lot of mad, sad, jealous. Well, what if, yeah, you might want to destroy something. Okay. We've taken it up a notch. Your parents know who you are. Now, if it had happened to you yesterday, how would you have felt? Sad, mad, mad, jealous. You steal? Oh, that is a great segue. If your sibling got all the gifts, all the cool stuff, maybe you would steal it. Well, there was someone a long time ago who probably felt like that. We just read about him. His name was Jacob. Okay, yeah, this is the pastor's kid right here. Anybody want to know that? Yeah, okay, okay, so a long time ago, a long time ago, and this is important for the grown-ups too, a long time ago, the fancy word is primogeniture, but a long time ago, especially in the time of Genesis, it was the firstborn son who got all the special privileges. They get the privileges of the land when their parents died, 
all the land their parents owned. They get the privileges of all the special blessings, all the money, all the stuff. They would get all the pats on the back. You did a good job. And it only came to the firstborn son. The firstborn son got all the good stuff, and nobody else got anything else. Anybody in here a firstborn son? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, only son. Yeah, that's okay. Can you, that's, yeah, only son. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a very fair system, does it? Do you remember who the oldest son in the passage we just read was? Yeah, who was it? Esau. Esau, right. Esau and his brother Jacob were twins. But even still, even when twins are in their mommy's tummy at the same time, one of them gets out of their mommy's tummy first. And the one who comes out first is the firstborn. Oh, don't touch the fire. Yeah, that would definitely be a special privilege, what's called a birthright. You don't want. You don't want that mark on your hand. But if you were Jacob then, we talked about this. If Esau was the firstborn and he was getting all the special privileges, Jacob probably would have felt left out, wouldn't he? So what would he try to do then? He might try to steal or deceive, which is exactly what Jacob ends up doing. In fact, his name kind of means deceiver. When, he, when Esau, his brother, is born first, what did it say in the Bible that we just read? He was holding on to the heel of his brother as if he was trying to pull him back in so that he could get out first and be the firstborn. And his name kind of means deceiver or grasper, one who's trying to get what's not rightfully his. He's trying to take it and it's not rightfully his. Yes, Ellie. Heel grabber, yeah, and that's yeah, and heel grabber, that that kind of means like a grasper, yeah, a grasper. Somebody it, does, does that heel belong to him? Nope. nope, it belonged to Esau, and so Esau got out first. He's the first born, and so later when they're probably teenagers or maybe they're in their twenties, Esau's been out hunting, and he comes in and he's famished. He hasn't had anything to eat probably maybe for a couple of days, and he really needs something to eat. And so he comes in, and his brother Jacob has been cooking some stew. And Esau goes, I need that food right now, right? And then Jacob says, what? Um, You're going to have to give me your birthright. You're going to have to let me act as if I'm the firstborn son. You're going to have to let me have all the special privileges. When mom and dad die, I get all the land. I get all the special blessings. I get all the special privileges. I get to be the special one because he was jealous, right? And so what does Esau do? If you've ever heard the phrase, he sells his birthright for a cup of soup, or he sells his birthright for some pottage. This is where it comes from. But Jacob's deceit and his grasping for things that don't belong to him don't end there. Actually, if you look on in the story, two chapters later in Genesis 27, this is for the grown-ups too, Jacob does it again. Isaac's about to die, he's old, he can't see, and Esau is out of the house, and Jacob and his mother scheme to go get the special blessing from Isaac. He's already stolen the birthright from Esau, but now he wants to get the special blessing, essentially, to have the father ratify the birthright. So what does he do? He deceives his parents. He deceives his dad, Isaac. His dad can't see, and he dresses up like his brother. It says in the Bible that that Jacob had a really clean face, but Esau was really hairy. So We're almost done, I promise. And so Jacob puts on a a fake beard. And then he goes to his dad and he says, Dad, it's Esau. He's pretending to be his brother. And he says, give me the blessing now. And Isaac, right before he dies, gives him the special blessing. So Jacob twice steals what didn't belong to him 
the special privileges of the firstborn son. He steals it from his brother Esau, and then he gets it again from his dad, Isaac. Do we ever do that? We don't ever take something that doesn't belong to us? I bet if I ask the hey, grown-ups, do you guys ever want to take something that doesn't belong to you, Maybe, even if it's credit for somebody at work? Yeah, I think the grown-ups are being honest. I saw a lot of head nods. You see, Jacob lied over and over and over again to get special privileges. And when you really want a blessing, when you really want something special, what do we do to get it? You can ask nicely. You can do good things, right? You can ask politely with good manners. That would be a good thing to do, right? You could work really, really hard for something. Maybe... Maybe your parents say, you, I will get you that present, that toy, whatever, if you work really hard and do all these chores, right? Or you could pray and ask God for it. There are good things you can do when you really, really want something, right? But there's also bad things we do. What are some of the bad things we do when we really, really want something? Yeah, Maisie. If you're, if you're little and you, and you want something, you might take something, you might accidentally steal. Okay, let's not touch. Okay, Adam. Let's keep our hands to ourselves, right? That's one of the things that we don't grasp after, right? That's what the, it's in the story. Uh, what are some other bad things we might do to, get, to try to get a blessing or something that doesn't belong to us? Yes, Ellie. Um, you might try to uh, pretend to be someone else and take something. Yeah, you might pretend to be someone else and take something. Anybody ever throw a tantrum when they don't get what they want? Davey does. Hey, let's not pick on others now. Yeah, Davey, what, what, what else might we do? Davey's also a pastor's kid, for those who don't know me. I got a 2,000 chocolate fudge, and they got, and my, Maisie and Lindsay got none. They would probably steal them. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, my siblings, he says, would steal from me. Not I wouldn't steal from my siblings, though. <laughs> you know, there's even sometimes religious people who say, well, God is telling me to do this. God is telling me to do this mean thing to somebody else because that's what he wants, even though that's not always what he wants. Religious people do it too. You know, grown-ups, this is not just a problem for kids. We grasp for things that don't belong to us too. Whether it's credit we think we need from our boss or a coworker or a spouse, we will often passive-aggressively try to get that credit. We're almost done, kids, I promise. Just a little bit more to go. Other th- times, we can throw adult versions of tantrums too, right? Whether it's the silent treatment or raising our voice at home, Or like Jacob, we can manipulate people around us. Often I find, especially around the holidays, uh, the person who first makes the accusation of, oh, you're just trying to manipulate me, is usually the person who is emotionally manipulative of everyone else around them. That's how we act like Jacob. That's how we try to grasp for something that doesn't belong to us. So that's how we as grown-ups manipulate like Jacob. All right, kids, you guys can go back to your seats, okay? You can go back. Go ahead. Go back to your seats. Good job. I was pretty good for 10 minutes, I think. I was pretty impressed. Yes, Etta. Oh, what did you get for Christmas, Etta? A cheetah backpack. A cheetah backpack? Awesome. That's cool. Thank you for sharing. I'm sorry. I forgot you. <laughs> Friends, the good news, the very simple message today is that there was a great, 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 lots of great grandfather of Jesus, named Jacob. Jacob is the great, 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 great grandfather of Jesus, as the Matthew 1 reading tells us. And when Jesus came, he came to bring the special blessing to everyone, not just to the firstborn. That's why the New Testament talks so much about Jesus being the firstborn of God the Father, even though he was 
always eternal, into eternity past. And he's the firstborn son of Mary and Joseph here on earth. And what does he do? He shares the blessing. Throughout Paul's writings, it says that we are co-heirs with Christ. He's the firstborn son who shares all the privileges because he became a human and he earned the rights of the firstborn son in order to share it with the rest of us. Now we all get the blessing. Friends, if you really believe you have the most important blessing from God, more important than anything else you could ever get, peace, love, joy, hope, you would not grasp so much for the things that don't belong to you. That's the truth and the good news of Jesus Christ, is that he'll give us the blessings of those things and heaven forevermore because he secured them for us by his perfect life and death for us. So we don't have to grasp anymore. We can simply receive the blessing from God. Amen. Let me pray. Our Father, this second day of Christmas, may we know that all good gifts ultimately come from you. Teach us to grasp less and to receive more from you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you can join us next week. God bless and have a great week.